What's up, everybody? We are back with our weekly episode, the PWCC Weekly Auction. I got to tell you, it was really tough. I feel like I say that, you know, uh, every week now for the last couple of weeks. But again, over 16,000 items to go through. Um, no matter how long I would spend, I don't think I would be able to look at all of them. Uh, it really is a lot. And you got to factor that into your, you know, your equation here, guys. Um, so <laughs> that's how we started off. Another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. The PWCC special, 16,000 items, which means there are bargains. It means there are items in there that no matter how much you're combing through, um, you know, things are going to fall through the cracks. Um, there's a bunch of cool items, a bunch of cool things that I wanted to talk about after looking through the items. Um, I've kind of made it a thing to start off with vintage baseball. And, you know, for anybody that doesn't put to sleep by the fifth minute, you're still here and you get some bargains, you get some fun stuff. There are some cards I was thinking about, you know, hoarding a couple of cards in here that I was like, oh, don't tell them about these. Uh, keep them for yourself. But I'm going to tell you about them anyway. So that's kind of the way this, this stuff works. But let's jump right into it, right, with some weekly, um, you know, the uh, the vintage stuff here. I'm going to share my screen um, and... I'm going to pull up one item and then kind of compare it to another. So if you give me one sec here, what I'm going to be pulling up is a 1948 Leaf Jackie Robinson. I mean, you know, you can't <laughs> you can't mess with that, right? I mean, it's it's about as as easy a card to talk about as there is. I'm pretty sure this is it right here. Yeah, let's share the screen. That's going to be it. There it is. Okay. So let's talk about this card, right? This is a PSA 2, 1948 Leaf Jackie Robinson. It has the PWCCE exceptional eye appeal on this for top 15%. This is a gorgeous card, okay? But the, the conversation we can have here is eye appeal. What does it mean? And I think if I asked 10 people, nine of them would say eye appeal means that the card looks better than the technical grade from a centering standpoint. I think most people would say that that eye appeal goes with the centering, right? You're willing to forego a couple of uh, corners that might not be perfect. You know, maybe a, a small um, smudge or caramel or wax stain on the back of the card that that takes away from the technical grade um, and is... Um, you know, something though that the card itself presents better. And usually when we talk about the presentation, we talk about the centering of the card. But if you're looking at this card here, as I'm looking at it, I'm, I have it shared on the screen here, this card got an eye appeal. I think it's because of just how crisp the card is. These cards present with, you know, with real shifts in them. They have, you know, coloring issues. They have staining issues. They have, you know, registration issues. And, you know, the yellow is a tough background. This card has no printing issues here on the, you know, on his name. Sometimes you have the bleed in the black ink here. Sometimes you have bleeds in the yellow. Sometimes you have issues with, the, I mean, from a picture standpoint, this card is about as good as it gets. And you're probably not going to find any better on it too. But that said, you have to think about whether or not, even though this card has a PWCC I appeal designation on it, whether or not the majority of people would agree that this card has I appeal more than a two. 
I do believe it. I, I think, you know, my, myself, this card doesn't look like a two to me. The corners look nice, but the centering is really off right to left. You can see it. Take a look. There's almost no um, left-hand border on this card, and that's very common in the 48 Leafs across the set, not just with Jackie. Um, if this were a centered card, I mean, it would probably be a six, maybe even better, but it's not centered. And they, I think what the eye appeal here on this, what they're saying is that they've taken too much off the grade on this card for that centering shift. But there are people out there who buy vintage based on that centering. I'm telling you, that's just the, the case. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to unshare my screen here and then share something else. Remember that's at 6750, obviously with buyer's premium that puts it around $8,000. So I'm going to sh stop sharing the screen there and I'm going to immediately share a different screen. So give it one sec. Still talking about this 48 leaf Jackie Robinson I'm pulling up card ladder. My friends, the 48 leaf Jackie Robinson in a PSA two, right? So a couple things that you, we're going to talk about. Look, so this is sold one, two, three, four, five, six times already in the first two and a half months of the year. So we're talking about, you know, 10, 11 weeks into the year here, uh, 12 weeks into the year, and we've seen it sell for, you know, a half dozen times. So, but you see the sales, 8,000, 7,500, 8,400. And then you have one with eye appeal on February 19th, sell for $12,000, 8,000. And then the next one with eye appeal just sell a week ago for $9,300. I remember that one. I saw that one. That last one for $9,300 sold for um, more because it was a centered version of that eye appeal. So you really have to you know, look at the data and realize, one, these things, they pop up in this grade. Right, you see a half a dozen sales of this this year alone. So if this is not the one for you, it's already at the top. It's already bid up to. You can take a look: eight thousand, seven thousand five hundred, eighty four hundred, eighty one hundred. It's already bid up to where it would be if it didn't have an eye appeal designation. The only two that had eye appeal definitely sell for more. So you're going to have to make the decision whether or not the eye appeal that you see on this one is worth continuing to bid on this card. I happen to think it's a, it's a gorgeous card. I want a Jackie, but if if it was the one that I'm adding for my collection, this I don't think would be the copy that I would be adding to my PC. Um, gorgeous card, don't want to crap on it at all. Um, and it, you know, I love having the conversation about um, I appeal vintage cards um, for a lot of reasons, right? I'm going to pull one other one up now, especially... You know, I think what's great about the PWCC eye appeal on these cards is um, you're able to hopefully get a card that you pay at or close to the grade on the slab, even though the card itself looks better. And I'm doing air quotes for those of you guys that aren't watching me on YouTube, even though it looks better. And here's an example of that that I'm going to pull up. Uh, let's share the screen here. I love this card. I owned an eight on this card. I have to grab one and get it back in my PC. I'm not going to say this looks as nice as my eight, but it's pretty darn close. Let's make sure I'm sharing the screen. Yep, here we are. And this is 54 tops Hank Aaron rookie card in PSA 5. Again, with that PWCCE, I appeal rating a top 15%. These cards notoriously on the left border have a little bit of a rough edge. It's not full decal edge, which some of these, uh, there's a decal edge set. It has, it's almost sort of like a frayed, like a doily, 
but you see the edge. They cut these, you know, it wasn't using the same kind of cut technology that we have. You know, the higher high grade cards, nines, they don't have that edge. I've seen eights that have that edge. This card is really nicely centered. The orange on this is very nice. It loses some points for that rough edge on the left side. And also where I think it was technically downgraded, the back of this card, if you take a look, I'm sharing the screen, it has a green border for about 60% of the card where the stats are on the back of the card. And that green border, especially when you have that rough edge, it frays a little bit, has a little bit of a whiteness on it. If you take a look, I'm going to put the, you know, little, the cursor on there. You see the, the white border. And I think some of that kind of edge maybe downgraded this card from what I think looks as, as good as most sixes, six and a halves. Um, I don't want to say seven, but I just said seven. So this is a card sitting at 5250 that ends in this weekly auction that I think I appeal on that a hundred percent applies a hundred percent applies. Um, and that's the difference, right? You, you don't want to just blindly, you know, it's funny. We, we say buy the card, not the holder. Right. And then the people buy the holders, buy the card, not the holder, forget about the holder. Also take a look at, you know, Mike Baker's diamond on it and take a look at the eye appeal because now what you're learning is, you know, not all tens are the same, not all cards are the same within that certain grade, but also not all eye appeal designations are the same because it's, you just saw that was a brilliantly centered E. The Jackie Robinson got an E for eye appeal, but for different reasons. So that's, you know, it's an important thing to, you know, to share with you. Sticking with the vintage baseball, I promise I'll get out of vintage baseball soon. I don't want to lose every single one of you guys. You know, I don't know. That would be, that would be sad here. <laughs> I have other sports, I promise. But sticking with what I consider vintage baseball, I own two of this item, right? And I'm going to, I'm going to share my screen this is a postcard. So already some people will probably turn it off. I even would turn it off, right? Because I'm not a postcard collector. I, I collect, um, you know, cards. But this was one when I saw it, I had to have. I believe I have two PSA 10s. This one is in an SGC slab and it is an SGC 4. It is gorgeous, right? And this is a cash-in publications, 1929. It's an R316 Babe Ruth. I call it a postcard because it's a little larger. If you actually purchase this card or hold one in hand, you'll notice that it's bigger than a you know a traditional card. It is a blank back, just like a postcard. Really cool 1929 Babe Ruth batting pose um, for you know a, a, a fraction of what a um, you know a Gaudi or anybody else in this grade would run you on Babe Ruth. And again, it's got an I appeal award A. Both of mine are significantly off-centered when compared to this. You have a real nice left-to-right centering. Not easy to find this particular um, Babe Ruth release centered as nicely as this one here. I just wanted to throw that one out there just because I don't think too many people talk about this particular card. We like to find Oddball Ruth on our podcast. We talked about the Sanella Margarine one, which was a really cool one, and you can pick up at a, a, you know, a, a discount to some of his more mainstream cards. This is another one that I really like. Uh, let's see. You want me to go? I could go away from baseball. I could stay with baseball. Let's see. Let's see what else we got going on here. Right. I know I have one other baseball one that I'm going to, I'll talk about for a, a minute or two. Um, some people would call this vintage now. Um, and if they do, they're basically calling me vintage, but this was a card, you know, that was huge when I was 10. Um, and it was huge again, but ultimately he missed out on the, um, on the hall of fame. Who knows what's going to wind up happening here. We'll share the screen. There it is. Share the screen. Boom. 
So we got 86 tops traded Barry Bonds, Tiffany in a PSA 10. There are more of these than you would think. I owned one. I sold mine. Um, and th my thought process on this, which is, I guess, important for us to go through here on the podcast is I sold it because I believe that I can get another one. Because if you look at the pop report, it's going to surprise you. There are more of these than you would think. Um, also I sold it before he was not voted into the hall of fame, figuring I would, you know, capitalize on the possibility that he could get in and somebody buying it, thinking that there would be a bump if he did get in and he did not get in. So it was a little risk management there. Um, this one also may sell for less because it is in an older PSA slab. It doesn't have the lighthouse label, doesn't have a hologram, doesn't have anything on there. Um, but this is a gorgeous copy of it. Doesn't have a, a, the yellowing that sometimes you see on these cards. Um, so it's just one. I ultimately will get one of these back in my collection. This is uh, significantly lower than what I sold mine for recently. So I wanted to point that out for folks. Um, and I promise that'll be the last baseball for a minute. All right. We will, uh, we'll, we'll stop. <laughs> I'll stop sharing there and, and we'll, we'll jump out of baseball. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go away from baseball for a second. Let's see. If we go away from baseball, what are we going to do? We're going to go to, okay, the, uh, the, the the thing's not really working for me today. My computer's a little slow. You guys saw that. I didn't even stop, stop sharing screen. And there's this extended bidding, uh, you know, um, little notice that it's giving me. Bid now to participate. And it's actually blocking my favorites. It's blocking it. And it doesn't go away. So I'll have to talk to... Uh, PWCC about this because as I'm doing the episode, it's actually making it hard for me to filter these cards and go through it. And I kind of want to stop doing it. Anyway, I'm going to go over to basketball. Uh, <laughs> we'll go over to basketball now and I'm going to pull one up that is sort of vintage. I don't really care. But this one comes with a story, right? Um, you guys have seen the PSA 10 version of the 1986 Fleer Kareem sticker has sold for over a quarter of a million dollars in the last couple of years. Um, it is one that there's just not enough tens out there and set collectors, they put, um, you know, the set, the set together, including the stickers and the cards. Some people don't consider this set complete unless they have the stickers as well. This nine that you're looking at. So we're looking at 86 Fleer sticker, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, PSA nine is nicer than several tens that I've seen. It's nicer than some of the tens that I've seen sell for, 50 times what this is currently bid at. So this one's sitting at $2,100. It has the PSA I Appeal Award E on it, top 15%. Beautiful centering on this card. It's an old slab. This is one where I imagine someone is probably going to buy this and resubmit it and hope to get a 10. I don't know whether or not that happens, but this is one that's clearly a candidate for that because this card looks as nice as any 10 that I've seen. And I've seen a few of the 10s. Just a fun one to kind of, you know, point out there. So we're going to go back. Should I stick with basketball? I got a lot of fun stuff in this auction because, you know, it's 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 all over the place because we uh, we have 16,000 cards, you know. So we've done some vintage baseball. I have a lot of current baseball, but you know what I like to do on these auctions, guys. I like to look for, you know, players that I enjoy to watch, I enjoy to collect, I'm just, I have a bunch of Michael Jordans, but before we jump into Jordan, there is a, a basketball player that I think is, you know, f checks a lot of boxes, you know, doesn't really, um, um, I think I was sharing this the whole time, doesn't really, um, so let's add this to the stream. There we go. So this one here, 
Um, it's Dwayne Wade, and it's the 23, uh, 2003 Exquisite Collection, but it's not the RPA. It's the limited logos. Check this one out here. This one's out of 75, not 99. It has got an awesome patch piece, right? And you've seen LeBron's sell for 20, 30 times this, and I know he's not the player LeBron was, but Dwayne Wade's still relevant, still on TV, obviously won championships with and without LeBron, won championships where I think he was the alpha on that Heat team. It's a cool jersey piece. It's a really cool card. And I just, I think Dwayne Wade, for me, falls into a category of somebody who is not getting the uh, the love that he deserves in the hobby. And I don't know whether this card appreciates next month or next year, but he's one that I believe um you know, doesn't get the love from a hobby pricing perspective that he deserves. And I think that's probably going to change sooner than later on Dwayne Wade in that particular card. I saw the patch on that and I'm like, all right, this thing, this is nice. This is a really cool, uh, you know, patch piece. It's funny if I'm sharing the screen on a couple of these guys and you can see them, um, it keeps bouncing back and forth. One of the things that I'll tell you about, there's a lot of BGS 10s in this. I talked about that last week and I'll pull, uh, pull some of those up now. Um, BGS 10 all over the place, hundreds of them. And there are hundreds of BGS 10 Pokemon cards under $25. In fact, I'm going to share a screen now. I even found um, black label Pokemon cards. Full black label, 10 with four subgrades on it. Here's a uh, an Eevee from Sword and Shield. Yes, I'm, I'm sharing a screen. It's sitting at $41. If you're... A Pokemon collector, you have a kid who's a Pokemon collector. I mean, the black label is something that you know people go after, people chase that black label. Look at this, it's 41 bucks. I don't know what it's gonna end at. We have a day left on this. I mean, I don't have any black labels in my collection. Um, and it's you know, it's it's uh it's one of those things that people do go after. I searched, there are um 18 TCG black labels in this auction. There's also a Ronald Acuna rookie, which is pretty cool too, but a little secret over there. But there's 18 Pokemon TCG black labels in various prices, including one for the $41 that I just showed you. Somebody got a cold. <clears throat> Sorry about that. So, um, all right. We're going to bounce around here a little bit. We just watched the World Baseball Classic. So I said, all right, let's check and see whether or not there's any fun cards in here for the guys who ended it. So I'm going to go quick with these. I wanted to see if there's any PSA 10 Mike Trout cards. Maybe you were watching this with your kid, and you said, all right, you know, I want to get a Mike Trout card for the kid's collection. I want to grab a Trout for somebody's birthday, a nephew, whatever it is, right? I got a birthday I'm going, you know, coming up here. I'm going to share my screen. Check this one out. Your eyes are going to deceive you for a second. I'm glad that sharing this, this screen shows the back of the card. That is not the 2011 update. It is a reprint from the 2019 Tops Iconic Cards reprints. But you have a PSA 10 Mike Trout, which is basically the, the rookie card. This is a perfect gift for a kid that's sitting there at $11. I saw that one. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Let me, let me pull that one up there because, you know, there are folks shopping, um, you know, for all types of reasons in the PWCC auction. And you got a Mike Trout Tops card sitting there in a PSA 10 for $11. You don't really see <laughs> that too often. And let's look at the guy who struck him out, Shohei Otani. There are cheaper Otanis. There are cheaper Otanis in this auction, easily cheaper than this. Um, 
there are non-rookie Otanis. What I looked for was a PSA 10 rookie Otani. And again, this is an auction, so it might not be available at this price. But here you are. It's the 2018 Topps Chrome Update Shohei Otani rookie card. Take a look at that one. The red jersey pitching, 90 bucks. I mean, I don't think there's anybody in baseball hotter than this guy right now. Ridiculous WBC, where he runs to first base faster than anybody. He pitches the ball faster than anybody, and he has exit velocity faster than anybody. It's it's just amazing to watch, um, you know, what he does. Um, and here's a rookie of him. I expect him to have another amazing year this year. If you're looking for Otani stuff, 90 bucks for his, um, you know, 2018 Topps Chrome update. And if you haven't, you know, got the the point of this yet, it's if you spend a couple of minutes scrolling around, you're going to find something in your collecting wheelhouse. You guys know this. I found one almost every time. Let's pull up some Michael Jordans for you, okay? And you guys know the one that I like the most. You know, I love seeing Michael Jordan in that 1992 um, Olympic Dream Team uniform. I've basically found one every auction for the last two months. And here's one of my favorites, the 91 Skybox Barcelona 92 um, in a PSA 10. He's wearing the jersey. He's got the U.S. basketball team back on the card. Just a real cool one. And, um, you know, 31 bucks is what this is being bid at presently. And that's not the only one that I found of Michael Jordan. I have two more Jordan cards to share with you. One is not a $31 PSA 10. My apologies. But it is a cool card. Um, it's one that I don't have in my collection. I've never owned. I would love to own one of these. Um, I did own the 1993 Finest Refractor in PSA 10 and sold it. I'll have to get one of those back, but here I'm going to share my screen with you. This one might be cooler. It's not the first refractor. It's the second, and you'll know in a second why I say this is cooler. Not many cards with him wearing the 45. Well, he came back to, quote, aim at you. So you got the 45 on this one. It's got the coating on. It's tough to find those PSA 10s with the coating. So you guys, if you if you take a little time, you will find bargains. You will find cards that you will love in this auction. Pay attention to that PWCC eye appeal. Eye appeal is not the same for every person. Enjoy. We hope you uh, I hope you found some stuff in this auction. And if you didn't, I'm sure you'll find some if you just browse it yourself. Take care, everybody. With nearly 40 years as the most trusted resource for collectors, dating back to the first Beckett magazine in 1984. Beckett has been the brand that bridges generations of the hobby. We're happy to be partnering with Beckett and look forward to keeping you all updated on the big things happening at the company in 2023. Beckett, it's the name you know and the name you can trust.